What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dual Shocker Shotcast, episode 183. I am your host, Tony Polanco. Hey, Tony. Hello. And tonight I'm here with Mr. George Jimenez, who is talking out of turn. Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> Thomas Luke. Hello. I am your father. <laughs> and Brian Reichler. Show me your moves. <laughs> We're going to be talking right. about Smash Brothers later, so I'm excited. So Yeah, uh, we should just talk <laughs> just, about it just, right now. Just don't make me Falcon Punch you. Just, you know. <laughs> All right, so let's get this thing started. A uh, couple of original things you posted. So Mr. Joel put up a editorial about Destiny basically saying that this is the first time he's, you know, he's like, hey, the digital version is actually worth it more than the retail version. Basically, there's going to be, like, a couple of collector's editions. And you can get one that has like all these fancy belts and whistles that comes with a book and all this other stuff, but all of them come with the season pass, which gives you two DLCs. And it's like, okay, you could pay $150 um, to get like all this shit that you probably won't even touch ever again, or just pay like I think $80 or, or maybe less and just get the DLC. So he's like, why should I pay all this extra money when I can just get the DLC, the thing that I'll actually play instead of just shit that's going to accumulate? So, yeah, I, I was totally with him. I remember, I don't know about you guys, like, like I, about how you are with, um, you know, collector's editions. I've stopped them. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was the first and last time I did that. I have this fucking, you, you can see it right there in the back. See that, that Assassin's Creed box right over there? That thing, man, it's just sitting there, just taking up space. Although uh, the Dark Siders thing is still pretty cool. I admit that. <laughs> yeah, I like that little faceplate. I mean, I yeah. think I did the, what was the last big stupid thing I bought? I think it was probably the Halo Reach uh, that came with the Tom McFarlane statue. would look cool, but then I'm like, this takes up so much desk space, I can't have it on a desk. So it yeah. went from, like, a desk to, like, a wall mantle thing to, like, the corner of my bedroom to, like, a box to maybe somewhere in the garage. Yeah, that's what ultimately <laughs> happens. My favorite one of these stories is from my friend Manny. Manny Ryan, you know you know him. Um, yeah. he, he ordered the limited edition of Batman, right? And it came at Batman Arkham Asylum, the first one. And it came with a batarang. He expected a little batarang. This thing was huge. Yeah. I remember seeing it in a store one time and I was like, holy shit, that thing's huge. It's like it's like this big. It's huge. Like yeah. it's a so, really big batarang. We're at the bus stop and he's just staring at this thing. He's like what the fuck am I going to do with this huge monstrosity? And this is a guy who loves to collect stupid shit. And he's like, what am I going to do with this dumb thing? It's hilarious. I think it's more you're showing your support for, like, you know, if you're really excited about Destiny and, like, a huge Bungie fan and you have, what is it, 150 bucks to burn? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money because, you know what, I, I wouldn't mind having a little ghost guy, just a little paperweight ghost dude. Like, he's cool, but... Oh, Peter Dinklage? Yeah, like I don't know, like I like like I said, I just I I've come starting to convert everything to digital. Meaning, like if I have the option to buy a game, either box retail or digital, I almost always go digital now. Like I even do it now with like when we get review copies of game and ask you what platform you want. I'm like, just give me a fucking code. I don't want to deal with just cases and boxes. Yep. I like being able, especially like on the Xbox One, you can just say Xbox go to whatever game and it'll just load up, as opposed to oh great now I have to stand up and like put in Titanfall. Like, I don't have a digital copy of Titanfall, but I got a digital copy of, like, Metal Gear. Which yeah. is, like, now I just, anytime I want, I can just, bam, go Metal Gear. The indie stuff is super cool. Yeah, but, it's really convenient like that, man. Um, what, um, Thomas, what about you? Have you ever bought anything stupid? Uh, I mean, I have bought a couple, but it's never been a big thing for me. I know a friend of mine, like, he buys a shitload of them, and he's got just sort of one desk that's kind of filled, covered with, you know, all these <laughs> figurines that he's got from it. And it's like, I mean, for him, it's just kind of a way, like George said, to kind of show support for the games that he, he's liking. 
even though he tends not to really do much with the collectibles after. Yeah, what I don't really go for are those like this, those ten dollar extra bundles where it's like, hey, for seventy five bucks you get a steel art book. And I'm like, no, thank you. I prefer the I prefer the digital content. So like, if I'm gonna pay ten extra dollars, give me like a couple of levels or a gun or something like that's something I feel like I can use. Like you give me an art book, I look at it once. I'm like, I don't think that was worth the extra fifteen bucks. Yeah, and especially those little art books. Like, yeah. I bought the Metal Gear collection, and it came with a nice big art book. That was great. Mm-hmm. With Assassin's Creed, I got these little art books. I'm like, I don't want this. I want some I big, think I bought, you know? I can't remember. It was some RDS, like Dawn of War, I think. And it just came with, like, the collector's thing with six kind of cards that just had, like, splash art on them. And they look kind of <laughs> nice, but it's like, I mean, th- this is it. All right. Yeah, that's kind of a waste. Uh, Ryan, what about you? you bought anything stupid? <laughs> uh, no, so actually, out of principle, I do not buy collector's editions or anything like that. Mostly because of the money, because I feel like I don't really need to spend the extra money on it. Um, but also just because like, I prefer, like what George said, I'm kind of going more in the digital route, so I kind of prefer more of the digital content. Um, the only game that I did, that I was going to get the collector's edition for was The Last of Us, um, which I pre-ordered, but GameStop messed up my pre-order, and they gave me a standard one, and I tried, get a collect- I tried to get a collector's edition one. Uh, it wasn't, like, the super collector's edition with, like, the Joel and Ellie statue. Like, I don't care about statues, so I never get those. Um, it was, like, the art book. Like, it was the one that had, like, the art book and the soundtrack and, like, all stuff, like, I would love to have, um, you know, even if I just had the book as, like, a coffee table book or something like that. Um, but they messed up my order, so I did not get it. So I just got the standard edition. So blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think the only other the only other one I actually got was uh, last year right before Comic Con. I bought uh, Beyond. No, nope, we lost Ryan. Oh, we lost Ryan. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, they messed up in a good way. Stop. You actually cut out for like 10 seconds. So... Oh, I did? Sorry. Yeah, you, were, you were literally just like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so anyway, so I bought Beyond Two Souls right before Comic-Con, um, and they messed up. I, I, I uh, ordered the standard edition, and they gave me the collector edition because I guess it was like the last one they had. So I, Or either that or the guy was stupid and just didn't realize he gave me the collector's edition. So... So I got so I messed up on The Last of Us, but I got Beyond Two Souls, so I was happy. So there you go. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get to some game reviews. Review some stuff. Uh, I guess we got to talk about it again. You know, we already talked about it like two weeks in a row. So Georgia review for Sniper Elite, the nut shooting game, finally went up. I mean, do we need to talk about this game anymore? It's just okay. It's, it's you know, it's 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 an okay game. It does the snipings. Uh, it does sniping right, or like at least it, it encapsulates that uh, moment of like being in a sniper's nest. Everyone is shooting at you, but you're like so far and behind cover where it's just all futile attempts, and you kind of feel like, you know, you do feel like a sniper, and you just you know slow down time, and you shoot that guy in the face, you shoot him in the nuts, or you shoot the you shoot the fuel tank of a tank that's aiming right towards you, and setting up traps and ambushes. That's really fun, but when it when the game forces you to go like close quarters, like you have to go inside this building and steal intel or you know recover a POW, that's when it kind of falls apart. When you know you're forced to use that gun and it kind of has this weird snap, slow aim to it, and yeah, that's that. Yeah, when when that happens, you're just kind of like, oh, let me go back to like just another shooting gallery of just shooting dudes from like really long ways and. They got some really nice levels. Like I said, you don't see many games take place. Like you don't see many World War II games take place during the African Front, or at least in yeah. the West African Front. So you know, there's a lot to play around with, especially with like the desert motif, and like that's really cool. And you know, they do. There are some really cool levels where you know you're shooting, throwing a, you know, you're shooting your guns while planes are flying overhead, so you can use the sound of the engines to mask your shots, or you know, shooting through like a thunderstorm. It's just a flash of the lights, and like that's really cool. But yeah, aside from that, it's just you know the story is 
pretty passable. Like, you don't really know anything about your main character outside of just kind of, like, a surly, gruff-voiced sniper dude. I'm here to kill. Yeah. <laughs> One of those guys. I should hold my breath. My shots last long. I'm like, who are you telling this? To? Are you telling to me, the player? Or, are, like, are you just saying, are you, like, you're an expert sniper. Do you just remind yourself of hints? Like, he, he, he just likes to talk. It keeps him calm. It just, you know. He he has, he's he's like, like, I can use the sound of the generator to mask my shots. I'm like, why do you have to say that out loud? You know this. Like, the same thing. He always, he's like, if I sneak in here, they won't catch me. It's like, why are you, who are you talking to me? <laughs> It's the same, and he had a gruff voice too. They, I swear, a lot of these video game characters, they like, they're all chain smokers. Like, eh. no, to me, it's just uh, I, I'm not gonna say lazy writing, but their focus was not the story. It was to make the sniping and like the kill cam really cool and super graphic and intense. Like, you can see where they put most of their efforts in, and they do pay off. Like when you when you get like a dual headshot and you see the X-ray of like the bullet going this way and then this part of this guy's face blowing up and then that same bullet going into like another guy's kidney and you Sweet. see the kidney like explode, you're like, wow, that was intense. And you did a lot of I played on Xbox One, so I did a lot of like Xbox record that, Xbox record that, and I did a short <laughs> little cute montage of just all this the gore and like the greatness that happened there. And was I love much but uh but like i said once once you kind of you can only do it for so long and it just kind of wears on you and like there's nothing else outside of that that you know it's a fun gimmick but outside of that there's no story to hold you by you don't you don't really care that the nazis are building a super tank you're like that's just what nazis do <laughs> yeah you kill so many and it doesn't help it like the animations and like the facial and just all the facial motions just so stiff and just they all just kind of stare at each other so even when the characters try to emote you're just kind of it's kind of laughable because it's just like Good day, chap, because he's a British guy, and he's just like, you didn't move your face. You're just moving <laughs> your hands at me. What is going on? So whenever, yeah, so... level stuff, man. Yeah, so when they try to kill, like, the support, you know, when supporting characters around you die, because, you know, it's war, you just kind of don't care. You just kind of, like, shrug. It's like, oh, that guy died, who I met 20 minutes ago. What? You know, oh, well. Sucks for him. <laughs> yeah, sucks for him. But uh, I think I probably mentioned in the comments, because uh, people were asking a lot of questions about it, and it, it you know... There aren't that many games where your your sole purpose is to be a sniper outside of like, hey, you play Call of Duty and you do that like sniper stage for like 15 minutes. This is like total devotion to it, and I kind I kind of have to commend them for doing that because, you know, it's a game where you have to be patient. Like running gunning is not, you're not gonna have fun if you're gonna run and gun like most third person action games. So they want you to sit back, be patient, set traps, you know, tag units, memorize the patrol routes. Their vehicles coming here, leave some landmines and open lanes and see stuff blow up like. That's really cool, but if you're like me, you're just kind of like, ah, let me just want to shoot some dudes and go on to the next part. Like, I don't know. It was fun, but like I said, it's a great game. If you ever see it on sale for like thirty bucks or twenty bucks, like I definitely pick it up and just, just, and you'll, 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 you'll giggle a lot just when you just like, and you see, and zoom in on the bullet and the camera pan around, and every kind of kill is different, which is really cool. So you even start getting creative where it's like, obviously the headshot is the easiest shot. You're like. I see what happens if I shoot him in the heart, or I want to shoot him in the eye, or like you start yeah, thinking nice. in that sense, which is like really sadistic when you think about it, because you're just like, because they're Nazis, it's totally fine, but like, yeah, you shoot people in the leg, you see like the, the tibia, you know, like the patella, the knee just explodes, and they just fall over, and that, that it's really cool, and then you can kind of change the rate of your kill cam, so you can just kill cam for every sniper shot, so it's just like, <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right, uh, we got a couple of... I wish these guys were here to tell us about uh, Blaze Blue, Chrono Phantasma. Blaze Blue's fighting games I've always wanted to check out, but I never played more than, like, five minutes of it. But the art is really nice. The They're really cool. They're really cool. It plays um, it plays a lot like if... Uh, if uh, I would say it's similar to, like, a Street Fighter Alpha. 
Oh, yeah. nice. So, it, at least, I think in the sense that the super moves kind of play out, so it's a lot of, like, half moons and crescent moons and, like, semi-half circles and stuff. Like, good, like, if you have a fight stick, great game for that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, they're also just really cool-looking games. Like, they're, they're the oh, games yeah. I got a lot of play at, like, EVO and stuff, just because, you know, because a lot of these games, you know, fighting games are just spectator for it. So you're just sitting back and watching, and, like, you want what you're, you know, if other people are in the room, you want them to kind of, like, see what's going on on screen and enjoy themselves, and they're just... Yeah, really fighting games are definitely, uh, like, a good, like, spectator mm. eSport, I guess, if you want to call them yeah. that. Um, then we have uh, Kevin. I think this may have been his first review. Uh, he did one piece for the 3DS. I've never... Okay, I'll just be honest. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I've never played a good um, anime-based video game in my life. <laughs> They've all been shit. I, 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 I don't even know what a one piece is, so... Yeah, I, I like... Yeah. You can stretch. You can go like that and stretch. Like, all right, great. Like, yeah, no, I, I like one piece, but I'm not sure I'm going to like this video game. What can I say? So hopefully we'll be, game. like, a resident anime reviewer of games, because I'm like, I'm not going to review these anime games, because I'm going to... Like, not having, like... This to like, yeah. I'm not a big One Piece fan, so I'm just gonna look this as a just an arena battle game, and I'm like, excuse me, too much beer. But I'm like, I'm playing <laughs> this arena battle game, and I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about this. But yeah. if you're a fan, you might enjoy it. Like, I didn't see what the number score was, but I think he gave it a favorable score. Yeah, he he kind of liked it, but yeah, like I said, I, I half yeah, the time yeah. when I see those games, I can't even pronounce most of the names, so I <laughs> yeah. it's, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, Ryan, since you were talking, you reviewed the final episode of The Wolf Among Us, so you could just tell us about the whole series. What, how do you, um, you know, how, what do you think of it? How do you compare it to the other yes, Telltale games? I'm going to talk about the whole series and just spoil it all right now. No, so. I don't spoil it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yes, I did play and review uh, the final episode of The Wolf Among Us. Uh, I guess season one, although they haven't said whether they're actually going to do a season two or not, but hopefully they will because it was awesome. Uh, but it was called Cry Wolf. Um, and so this was kind of the season finale of this uh, this season of The Wolf Among Us. Um, so without without spoiling anything, uh, it it I I gave it a really high score. I gave it a nine point five just because I thought it was definitely probably the best episode, probably next to the debut episode of the series. Um, and did a really nice job. I felt like of kind of wrapping up the whole season. Um, cool. You know, and and especially especially I think because it it made me really want to replay uh, the whole the whole series to just kind of go through and think oh like you. Know, Again, without spoiling anything, the ending does a good job of doing that. Where it's like, you know, oh, there are all these things that if I go back and and replay the series, oh, I might, might, I might not have caught the first time when I played the, you know, played through all the episodes. Um, and uh, I think especially also it does a nice job of kind of tying up. It, it ties up the series really well, and it, it doesn't really leave a lot of loose ends, but it leaves just enough to be like, okay, I'm ready for season two if it's going to happen. So um, yeah, that's it. it. It's it's really tough to kind of talk about it without spo- yeah. Yeah, I got spoilers. To... So. I got to episode, I think, three. Which is the one with Georgie Porgy? Uh, two, two. The Pudding two. and Pie, right? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. So I got, three, yeah. when you when you meet the little, when the Little Mermaid shows up, or she's Yeah, it's like crashes. episode two or three. Yeah, yeah that's that's there. where I left off, and I saw there was, like, a lot of build-up, because, you know, they were kind of going for that, like, it's, you know, because it's like a procedural cop drama, so there's just yeah. a lot of build-up and a lot of, like, you know, detecting going on. And yeah, I, left, yeah. I saw a lot of build-ups. So yeah, it's good to know that there was a, so there is a payoff at some point because I yeah, saw I think, a lot of building up, I, I noticed. Yeah, I'm going to have a review of the full season up uh, probably either the end of it, probably by next week. Um, so it'll kind of cover all the episodes in general. Um, I feel like The Wolf Among Us had a really good, really good start and a really good ending. I felt like the middle, it tended to be a little bit more uneven, uh, especially with like the fourth episode. Uh, tended to be was really short and it didn't really have it, it kind of just felt like a, a not really going anywhere kind of episode. Um, but you know I like the season over the series overall because actually I never read fables before. Um, mm. but the world it's a prequel, kinda, so it's like it'll yeah 
Yeah, and and it makes me want to go and read the comics, but mm-hmm. especially because like the world interested me so much, um, like just with the characters and like all the you know the way that they had all the fables kind of be like this like modern take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though sometimes I felt like later on in the series it kind of focused less on that, and it was kind of focused more on like Big B and Snow going to catch the murderer. So yeah. you know, um, but it was really good, and I felt like episode five was probably one of the best, if not the best. Um, so so episode. let me ask you this: What did you prefer? Yeah. It, it, would you think it'd be better to play this in a, like unlike The Walking Dead? Do you think this is better to play in like one lump sum, or did like the episodic nature of it kind of take away from it? Um, I, I, know, I know like Walking Dead. I would prefer to play. You know, like I would. I couldn't play Walking Dead in one. Sp- you know, one sit through just because I I would probably kill myself if I had to do yeah, five dude, it's too much. Yeah, I couldn't do that either. Yeah, no yeah. Way. But I myself sitting through a whole Wolf Among Us thing just because to me the cop drama makes more sense if everything's there just because like the previous episode would have like clue like I feel like there's there's too much information going on for me to give it a rest and be like mm-hmm. wait what is this guy talking about as opposed to like The Walking Dead where like the breaks help so did 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 the breaks kind of take something away from it because like I said I'm on episode two and I kind of wish like these came out every week as opposed to yeah. Every month and a half, sometimes two months, sometimes three months. So I don't know. Did that take something? Did it deter from it, or? Um, it didn't really bother me, just because like I've been playing. I pretty much every- with both this and I've also been reviewing uh, Walking Dead, the episodes of that. Uh, you know, I haven't really minded as much because I play them pretty much right when they come out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I haven't. It's funny because like because I know like I think Tony and Diana like you guys said that you you just wait until all the episodes come out and then you play yeah, them like all at once. Um, yeah, um, and it was just announced it's, today it's that um they're coming out in September, isn't it? The whole um season is coming out in September, or so so. Uh, I'm yeah, waiting for. So, yeah, they just yeah uh, Telltale confirmed that they are going to be releasing a like they did with Walking Dead. They're going like to be releasing a game of the year edition. Um, yeah, yeah, like a, a retail edition that's going to have all the episodes in it. Um, it's going to be out this September. Um, yeah, I'd rather wait for just that big game instead of just like waiting months in between. Yeah, I'm saying with the Walking Dead, I. So, um, yeah, with Walking it, Dead, I played it at the end, and then like after it all come out, and like I just played like I think it, over like a week or two, just an episode a day, and that worked out for me. But then with season two, I'm, I bought it as soon as it came out, and I'm kind of not liking it as much, having to wait for you know like George said, a month, a month or a half between episodes. I kind of prefer to have that. I can finish an episode, then go right on to the next one. Yeah, it's interesting that you like you guys play it that way because I know for me like I can't wait until the next episode comes out. So like I I always as soon as the but I like the episodic format. Like well, that's I, what I mean. I don't want to wait until the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the thing is, I don't have an issue with the episodic format if they were just more consistent with the release dates. Like if you told me every month, fine, I can do that because that's all. That's kind of how I have in my head how I wait for comic books. Like I know no, that yeah, I know that Batman is coming out every fifteenth of every month. I know that it'll yeah. be there. This one's kind of like, hey, yeah. we're gonna be two weeks early. We're gonna be like three weeks late. Like that kind of drives that kind of drives me nuts. And like, yeah, I, I do. And you play other is... things, so it's like you kind of yeah. lose something there. But I think it's also like you know, like these are more well because like you know, like like I work full time. I I don't have a lot of time to play games. So you know, when I have something like you know, if I had like for example Watch Dogs, like you know, I wouldn't have as much time to play that. Versus something like Walking Dead, where I'm like, okay, it, it'll take like at most two hours to get through the latest episode. So I'm more kind of inclined to to play through it. Um. But like, um, you know, it's inter- I, I think moving forward with Telltale, that might be more of an issue, just because of the number of projects that they're taking on. Because 
but they're just they're just you know they just wrapped up Wolf Among Us. They're going to be wrapping up Walking Dead in a couple months. Um, but then they're going to have Tales from the Borderlands. They're going to have Game of Thrones. Yeah, Who knows what other. They'll probably have a season two of Wolf Among Us. Yeah, they'll probably, just do another probably. case hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're usually really good about it because they usually release a new episode every two months. Um, there was except that lag kind of between episode one and two of the Wolf Among Us where it took them four months, um, which was kind of a kind of a long wait. But uh, you know, I almost I, wish that they would just like take half a year, don't release anything, but finish all the episodes, and then this way you can kind of guarantee that we'll have this episode every month because they're done already. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? I mean, you know, they're 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 a growing studio and they've got a lot of projects, which is you know both a good and a bad thing because it's good they've got a lot of new stuff coming out, but it's also it might take them longer to get it out. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah they have to start uh, hiring more people if that's the case, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, and I actually I am I, I am actually looking forward. Even though I haven't played through Borderlands one or two yet, but I am looking forward to Tales from the Borderlands just because it looks really interesting. Like it's not what I would have expected them to be working on. Um, and then obviously the Game of Thrones I'm I'm looking forward to, but that is not coming out this year, so I am not expecting that at all this year. So yeah, exactly. Um, as far as um you know comparing it to the other games that Telltale has released, how mm-hmm. do you rank this one? Um, I'd put it probably pretty close to Walking Dead. I think I enjoyed Walking Dead slightly more. I think Walking Dead does a better job with the story. Um, you know, like Wolf Among Us was really good, but again, it was kind of uneven. Where like some of the episodes were a little bit slower than others. Um, you know, I think Walking Dead's a little bit more consistent in that way, like of having yeah. you know kind of each episode have something meaningful happen or or, or build upon the story in a, in a, a you know meaningful way each episode. Um, but I think I really I really liked uh, obviously visually. Um, it. it the art style and everything really suits it, and it has that very comic booky feel, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, that was one of my favorite parts about it was just how it looked. Um, I should say um, the game doesn't look like the comic books, and that's actually, uh, and I hate to say this, it's actually a good thing because one of the reasons I never read Fables when I was a kid because I thought the interior art was terrible. Really, so, I, I kind of yeah, like the interior. Art. I, I didn't like it too much. Like I love yeah, the colors. I'm like, I, oh my god, this cover looks amazing. I look at it, I'm like, oh. Yeah, but then I, I look at the game, uh, I'm like, the game looks beautiful. Yeah, again, like, I haven't read Fables, so I don't know what the art... I, I've seen, like, the covers and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's probably different from what the actual, like, art is, like, in the yeah. um, you know, in the books. But uh, I, I enjoyed the visuals. I thought the art was really good in the game. Yeah, it looks you know, really least. nice. Yeah, it, like, it, like, it has a similar style to, to, like, Walking Dead, but I think it suits it here a little bit better um, just because of the, the graph, you know, because of the vibe it's going for with that kind of noir, like, you know, tone. Yeah. All right, so let's move it on. Um, so you may notice that we have a little something new on the front page Right around here, uh, we have a nice little thing for Twitch. Well, we're going to be streaming a bunch of stuff. We already started streaming stuff. I know Al was going crazy with UFC. And this got me thinking about the main topic. It's like there are a lot of people that like to watch games, you know, like, and it's getting, like, bigger all the time. I remember um, yesterday I bumped into a kid and his dad, and he was telling me, he's like, hey, you know, my son, he actually, you know, because I saw him with a 3DS. I'm like, hey, what are you playing? And he was like, yeah, this kid, man, he watches more games than he plays. I'm like, that's interesting because I'm the kind of guy that actually prefers to play a game over watching it. So why do you think in the last few years that you know things like Twitch have become so big? Like I kind of don't understand why this is this is myself. Maybe you guys have an answer for this. Well, personally, I agree with you. I'd prefer if if I had to toss up between playing a game and watching somebody else play it, I'd rather play it myself. But I guess for a lot of people, they enjoy like the personality of like because oh, all the popular streamers have some big personality. They're all pretty funny, and I think that's probably part of the reason a lot of people do do it. Uh, just to kind of, it's sort of like watching a comedy show, I guess, to an extent. Not and it's a bit about the game, but it's also about just experiencing that person. 
Yeah, and also people are playing games you probably they you know they never would normally play, but you know like I you know I'd kind of want to see like you know say I saw a, a let's play of the Castle Doctrine, which is like this cool little indie game when you have to like defend your house and all that stuff. But like yeah. I'm probably never gonna play it, but like I would kind of want to see what this game is about. And before you know it, you're just there watching it for you know you keep it in the background while you do other things. And before you know it, you just you know keep a little tiny window in the corner. And before you know it, it's like oh, I've been watching this for like 45 minutes. This looks like a neat game. And you know what? I think I bought it on Steam and then just never played it. But if it wasn't for that, I never would have even considered purchasing it. But I to me it was more like I kind of want to see what this game's about. But I can't look at it for you know I can't get anything from like a two minute trailer or like a five minute slice. I need someone going like real deep into this to know whether I'd be interested in it or not. But yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit what Thomas says. Sometimes they're entertaining, you know. Well, I mean, but there are let's plays where people are literally not saying anything, and people yeah. are still gonna watch it. And I mean, I saw one when the uh, when the Xbox One came out, and you can jump on Twitch. This guy was playing Parasite Eve, the first one. Oh wow, bringing it and, back! And instead of like you know com- doing commentary, he was narrating all the voices that came on. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking hilarious, because he gave everyone this like crazy Boston accent, even though they were in New York. So I, in, my, in, in, in my head, he made everyone sound like Harvey Bullock. Like every 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 cop she met in the police station sounded like Harvey Bullock. And then even he even tried to do like a female voice. He just said, "No, this is just the voice." And he's just like, "Fuck the car. I need to find our mitochondria." And I was like, "Oh, that's great." So uh, yeah, I think I think a lot is just an entertainment value. And you also have to think like I always think the audience for a Let's Play is a lot people who are a lot younger. So maybe they just don't have the cash to shell out sixty bucks every couple of weeks for a game. So at least this is their way of at least watching the game being played and maybe at least being part of the conversation. That's interesting. I never thought about it like that. You're right. It's like, hey, I don't have the cash for it. Let me just watch someone play this yeah, thing. Yeah, that was actually something I was going to bring up because I think you yeah. you mentioned that before, Jorge, on another shotcast. Um, you know, and it, and it makes sense, you know, thinking about Or, like, I had um, like I had a bunch of friends who... I think one of my friends was trying to play like play through the Max Payne games or something like that, and, like, he rather than play through them, he just watched, like, Let's Play videos, and he watched, like, you know, those, like, cutscene videos on YouTube, so you can yeah, kind of get the great. story and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, if you don't have the cash, or if you just don't have the time or patience, I guess, to sit through and play, you could just watch them. Um, I mean, like, I never really watch them on my end. I just think it's kind of, I, I think it's kind of boring to sit and watch people play games mm-hmm. when I could just, I could just go and play myself. I could see though, for certain, for certain genres, especially like fighting games or mobas or that, where it could be valuable because you're kind of, you're, you're watching, but you're also kind of learning and saying, okay, mm-hmm. like these are some of the tactics that people use, or you know, like things like that, like you know. I, I probably should watch, you know, Smash Brothers Let's Plays at some point, or you know, Smash Brothers videos, but I, I don't. I don't know. I just prefer to play Smash Brothers. But yeah, yeah, I say, yeah. I, I just think about that. Um, the only Let's Plays I watch are the ones that show me how to get through specific levels. I don't know if those even are Let's Plays. Well, those are like walkthroughs. Yeah, yeah. that's what I really like. Recommend. Tips and tricks type stuff. This is yeah, this is I someone watch. is like, I don't own Tomb Raider, but I've been watching three hours of Tomb Raider videos type of stuff. Where it's yeah. like sometimes, and you know what? Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes they people just want to see it. You know. They just want to hear how the game turns out, and you know they have no interest. Or sometimes people don't have like high-powered PCs to run like really, really cool high-end shit. So they're just like, hey, you yeah. know what? I can. I rather watch it just a 1080p of something being run at like high settings just to see what it's like, and kind of yeah. yeah I know you, a couple of yeah. Okay. You, you don't want to be left out of the conversation, I guess. I I know a couple of people. Um, I've seen in comments some people prefer. As well, especially if you're just kind of advertising, they prefer to wait for the game to watch out, then watch. I mean, like say with Aliens, Colonial Marines. Half like if you watched somebody play that game for ten minutes, you would have got like that would have cut through all the advertising. You would have known what the game was like. But mm. some people also, I guess, prefer over reviews. They prefer to see somebody playing through the game and showing exactly how the game runs instead of having somebody summarize exactly how they reckon the game played. Yeah, man, a, game, a, game, yeah a game like, like Alien Isolation. 
Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Say that again. Yeah, I mean, I guess for I, I like for reviews, it makes sense, and I can see why it's kind of changing the review format in a sense where it's like, yeah, you can read, you know, a written text of a review and maybe get like a nice analysis of it. But sometimes people just want to see how the game looks in motion and see whether it's a train wreck or not. And like, yeah, I yeah. think if 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 I were to read a review of Alien Isolation and you know someone give it like a five or six and be like, well, that's kind of weird. Like I I'm I'm that would make me kind of curious about the game, something I was looking forward to. But if I saw you know 25 minutes of it being played, 45 minutes of it being played, I'd be like, wow, this game is hot garbage. I should stay away from this. <laughs> and that does be- and that and I think that does more more justice to you as a consumer as to like, should I drop 60 bucks on this? And I think having that available so you can see the game in motion. That's not like something uh, the PR company released, and it's like, oh, look at this cool walkthrough of the stage. It's like, no, 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 I'm just going to play this game straight up. Tutorial yeah. to end. And yeah. I, never, I, I think it does have its value. Like, like it, in a way, it kind of circumvents traditional reviews, and it's like, this is the game. Take yeah, it exactly. for what it is. You know, I, that's, yeah, that's actually a pretty good tool for consumers if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, you do run into the issue of, like, if the game's just being played poorly... Like as True. much as like as much as I love Mass Effect Three, if I saw someone just not just fucking up and dying over and over again, I'll be like, "Well, this game's bullshit." Like y- this guy can't even get through it. But if you know, if it's if it's a genre you don't care about, then you're not gonna play it like the way you would normally play it. Or if you just kind of run through it, just go. And I think that happens a lot with people who just kind of get video content up as soon as possible. We're just gonna run right through it. Like don't even yeah. go into the menus, just run right through it. So you don't know maybe how in depth the you know the character customization is, or like abilities, or what's the map like. It's like you know, because I think. Most people don't even get into that. They're just like, no, let's go see the game in motion, and that's it. So, I think it does have its value, and I, th- I think it, it does. A lot of it depends on like who you follow, and like I think there's really good uh, let's players out there. Um, you know, like Total Biscuit, he really goes deep into a game, even yeah. if he's only playing it for 15 minutes. Like he goes into like, here are the settings on there. Like you know, what can you tweak on the visuals? And yeah, he, he's he's a good example of a let's player who just who not only just gives you a good slice of the game. He, he you know he's well enough to articulate his point or to like, well, this feels kind of funny or he'll talk about like mouse lag or stuff like really hardcore PC gamers care about. I think he's really good at just kind of like putting that information out there and also helps that like the footage is good too. Like I, I, I do see that a lot with some Let's Players where it's just like it looks like they're running it out of like a 1986 like Zenith television and it's just like, <laughs> oh, this does not look good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, also I think part of it too is just like uh, I guess like Thomas said, like the entertainment value or like mm-hmm. the fun, you know, like fun, you know, like uh, let's say as being funny because like I and some of these probably might not count, but like um, recently I was watching through, I was going through uh, Conan O'Brien's Clueless Gamer videos, um, which don't really count, I guess, as let's plays, but they're they're similar sort of thing. But mm-hmm. I, like I just thought those are hilarious because it's like you know either it was um, either you know he was either playing through games I had played before like GTA Five or stuff like that or Tomb Raider. And I got kind of a new spin on it because Conan's hilarious. You know, he was making cracking jokes the whole time. Or um, actually, like, a couple games in the Steam sale because I watched them on uh, Clueless Gamer because I bought, like, Splinter Cell Blacklist and, like, a couple games that he played that I thought were hysterical when he was going through them on Clueless Gamer. And I thought, <laughs> okay, I'll play that. So, um, Or uh, also, there were a couple... I watched uh, uh, Continue, which is a, a, a YouTube, uh, like, Let's Play series. Um where it's basically a bunch of guys that they they go through games and uh, they, like as they're playing they decide if they want to keep playing it or not based on how hard it is. They play really hard stuff, I guess, like Super Meat Boy, and they, I think they just did Shovel Knight recently. Um, so it's just kind of them like saying, you know, oh, do we want to keep playing or do we want to say fuck it and just go away and like stop playing? So you know, but they they kind of make fun of the game as they're playing it the whole time. So like entertainment value stuff like that's fun too. Yeah, like I said, I think we're just an older generation, and we just we don't quite get it. It's like, what are these kids are into? This is so weird. What's this hip hop yeah. music? Yeah, but yeah, it makes it like that. Like, when you take into account 
especially yeah. things like Minecraft, like Minecraft and stuff like that. That's super popular. Yeah, and that's, yeah. yeah. we should say though we're not against them in any sort of way. It's just we just find it not a little odd. odd. We just don't get but, it. We're old. Yeah. we're fucking dinosaurs. We're just yeah, like, we're <laughs> old men. Um, but with that said, we're still gonna do let's plays for you guys. We're gonna do. We're gonna start doing a bunch of those. They're gonna be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. I don't like these, but I'm doing them for you guys. But yeah, it, and it's weird too. I don't know, um, George, have you done any of these? Because it's weird to talk while you're game. You know, I've done a bunch of them actually. Uh, I've done a bunch for the old site. I did one when yeah. the uh, Titanfall beta came out. I did like a good like 45 minutes that actually. Yeah, it, and you I actually talked some, over it. Yeah, I think I got really good traction with the site. Like, yeah, we, yeah, I talked over. I got into the beta. Um, yeah, what I did was I did a few matches ahead of time just so I have a sense of like the controls and I lo- don't look like too much like a fool playing it. But yeah, yeah. normally when I like doing, it, I like playing a game for the first time. If I were to do like uh, like a commentary, I like playing it for the first time so that way you're just kind of learning with me. So if I'm stuck on a part or something, it's because I'm fucking stuck on it and like. Mm-hmm. And if, to me, I'm like that's the game's fault if I can't figure it out because I'm like I went to college, I should you know I should be able to figure this out, <laughs> and if I can't, then that's on the game. And I feel like that's good for people to see. And it's like. Because that's happened where you just don't play and you get stuck and you feel dumb and you're like, well, you know what? Like, it's, it's kind of maybe is the game's fault. Maybe like maybe your lack of tutorial was was a bad choice. But yeah, I did it with Titanfall. It is tough to play and talk because after a while maybe you just you forget to talk because you want to focus on like getting the kill. Yeah. So a lot of it, you're like your pride, your ego gets in the way where you're just like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to score like, you know. I'm going to get my high KD ratio, and it's like, well, no, i got to try to make this entertaining, or people want to know, like, oh, what's that crazy movie you did that caught all the bullets, and I'm just doing it all the time and not mentioning it? Like, no, I should probably mention, like, oh, it's, you know, it's the Vortex thing, and you can catch the bullets and throw them back at the guy. Like, like it's, a, it's a good balance, and it takes some practice, but, like, yeah, it's it's tough where it's, do you want to go the route, just play the game, and just play it straight through, but I think people prefer to have someone talk over it, because... There's some things maybe you don't quite under people just don't quite understand by seeing it like or they want some things explained to them or just want knowing how like how does the combat feel like you know first thing I mentioned is like this game's really bouncy it's awesome you just jump on everything and all that and I don't yeah, know that, I, that, I, that's something I've been doing too because I've been kind of messing around with um Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes videos I'm like okay I did these videos and I'm like mm, they're kind of empty they need something over it, so I talk over them that's a little bit easier than you're actually playing because when you're just Talking over something you're watching, mm-hmm. it's it's actually easier than what I was doing yeah, last it's, night. Which it's is it's like, easier with like R- it's easier with RPGs. Yeah, and, like shooters are, are rough just because, like I said, there's just so much going on and it, and it yeah, demands so much of your attention where you just can't talk and just try not to like play like ass at the same time. At least with an RPG, you can kind of give it a pause or you know, hey, let's look at the menus or you can kind of sit there and it's fun, almost trying to like talk your process out. And then from that way, because I think. Even if you're recording stuff playing, I think people will play the game almost the same way you will. Yeah. So it's fun, you know, for me watching someone do that. It's like, yeah, I kind of do that same thing too. And and like you'll and what and what I want people to get out of is like, if I'm having f- a frustration at a certain issue, and my, like it might be something that frustrates you all the time about a game, and maybe that and maybe that'll be your like make or break decision where it's like, I'm gonna wait on this game, maybe I'm not. And then and I think you know, and I think also you can be a good judge. It's like, well, he's just terrible at video games. Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, um, I guess that's pretty much the future, and I'm all for it. I don't get it, but I, I'm all for it. It's pretty cool. Next topic, um, this one was inspired outside of video games, but it relates to video games. So this week it was announced that uh, there will be a new wielder of Molnir, and it will be a woman. Uh, I need to clarify this. A lot of people are saying Thor is turning into a woman. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> it's not like Loki. Remember when Loki got turned into a woman? It's not like that. Well, That's now he's a child. Him. But like, yeah. no, no, he's not. We're not changing bodies. It's just, a, it's a new character entirely. It's going to be a. Her, her name will be Thor. She will be Thor. 
Yeah, exactly. And this got me thinking, you know, about the the recent controversy with Ubisoft where they were talking about how, like, oh, yeah, it's hard to animate women and all that other, like, Yeah, because they got more curves. It's harder because it's more lines. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, but it's like, we, we've seen animated women in video games already. <laughs> That's so silly, you know? But, um, yeah, it's just about games. Do you think we're, we're getting to a point where we're seeing more, you know, like, better representations for, like, stronger women? You know, I think we're kind of getting there now, like, like the new Lara Croft. The old one was a little bit too... Um, I'm looking for a right word here. I don't know what to say, but she was still pretty... Um, sexualized? Not, yeah, yeah, sexualized. I guess that's a nicer way of saying it. But, yeah, I think we're slowly getting there, <laughs> even with, with, like, customized characters. What are you like, going to say, Tony Slutty? Like, it's like... <laughs> Um, I'm not saying, but yeah, it just wasn't nice. Um, yeah, and I actually tweeted this last time. My like, Commander Shepard is the most awesome, badass woman in video games. So I think you know we're kind of seeing more of that um, from the customization part of it. You know what I mean? Like, like with Saints Row, I'm like, I don't want to play as like I want to play as a fucking female. It's cool to me, you know. No, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Like, you know, we take a game like Bayonetta or Tomb Raider, where no, yeah. the main character is a woman. Like, there's no like Mass Effect. You can kind of get around it. But like, oh no, you can kind of like Saints Row. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's a strong woman female character. Like, not technically, just because she can be anything. You know, you can make that any gender you want, and yeah, like, exactly. it's gonna write the character very strong. But it, that's also a good point, where it's just like there's really no difference between a strong female character and a strong male character. And like Saints Row is maybe the best example of that because they, it, that game was not written with a gender. In in mind, and like even that game, they ver- they rarely ever use the pronoun he she. They just always refer to as boss. Yeah, exactly. But I really like that because a lot. It's funny because people were when GTA Five was announced, they were like, "Why isn't there a woman playable?" I'm like, "Play Saints Row." It's, there you go. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or you look even at like you know the Nintendo end of things, and you look at like Hyrule Warriors. I think Link is the only male character that's playable in the game. I think otherwise all the other playable characters are all female. Um, you know, coming from the series until they announce more, I guess, but. Um, and even the new uh, Smash Brothers games, like, they really, like, boosted up the number of female characters that they've had since, you know, because before it was basically just Peach, Zelda, and, like, maybe one or two other characters, you know. maybe uh, um, But now in the new one, you've got, like, Palutena, you've got, you know, all these other different, and Samus, of course, Samus. Um, but, like, you have a whole bunch of new, uh, like, female characters especially. Yeah, um, one thing that I always notice that people bring up is, like, the fact that a lot of gamers, male gamers, don't like to play as females. Like, they don't take them serious. I never understood that because it's kind of like what you were saying, George. A strong character is what matters. It doesn't matter what the gender is. So I always found that odd. It's like, I don't want to play as a female. I can't take that seriously. I I don't know. For whatever reason, it makes people thinking, like, if I play as a girl, I'm a girl. Like, no, it doesn't. I've actually known, like, a couple people that, like, that they used to, like, you know, there were males that, like, in, like, RPGs or, like, MMOs or whatever, they'd always play as females. Characters, I guess, just for whatever. Yeah, reason. I'm that guy, but, like, and I get, and I get <laughs> like, why are you playing as a girl? You're a guy, you know, it's like, because uh, like, I gotta stare at a character's ass for 30 minutes, and I have a choice. I'm gonna make it a female, you know. But no, it's like, but but seriously though, there, you play as so many males and characters. Why are you gonna play as another one if given a choice? Play as a freaking female. Go yeah, outside think... the, the box, you know. Part of it is, I think, like, a lot of people when they play Mass Effect or whatever, they kind of like to pretend it's themselves in the game. So with that, it's kind of like, I, I guess I can see, like, I think it's like 80% of Shepherds were male. I saw yeah. some statistic like that. And it's like with that, yeah, because most people who are playing it are probably guys. They want to sort of make themselves in the game. Yeah, sure. But at the same time, like, I don't see why, like, in when I played Tomb Raider, I was playing a girl. It didn't really make that much of a difference for me, if any at all. So I don't get that argument. Oh, it's <laughs> you don't worse wanna, you to play as a female. You don't want to play Larry Croft? Uh, Larry <laughs> Croft. And the short shorts and the cut-off tank top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it, um, 
was this supposed to be like, yeah, Larry Croft. I, I know it was supposed to be a guy originally, but like, let's make it a woman to be, you know, more interesting. Um, yeah, I never get that either. It's like, dude, if it's a good character, what the fuck does it matter? I don't know, but yeah, some people are like, I don't want to play as a girl. It's, it's a very flimsy, just very, like, you have to kind of look into it, like, why does playing a female character make you so uncomfortable? What yes. is the idea of playing a female character make you so uncomfortable? And it's like, you have to kind of figure that stuff out, because I'm I'm not going to let those people kind of dictate how games are made, because it's like, you know what, Bayonetta is a great fucking game. Yes. And like, yeah, you played a girl character, whatever. Like, I know at the end of the day, I'm not a girl. Like, nothing, like nothing changes. It's just, yeah, it's like their, se- they like, you know, it's like their sexuality is like in question. It's like, oh no, 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 no it's really fine. Like, like no, like you, yeah, you can play a strong female character who's not like a lesbian or like any, like no, you can just play a straight female character. It doesn't change you at all. You might actually learn something or like enjoy the game. I don't. To me, that kind of drives me. That kind of drives me nuts. I'm more of a sense like if the character's well written, who cares what the gender yeah. is. Like, you know, just don't make her a female just because, like, oh, man, we haven't made any female characters. We just make one. Like, no, yeah, just... you don't want that token either, you know? No, go go with what feels right, and that's really down to, like, the writer and, like, the game creators. And, like, I think we, we kind of, people kind of put them on the gun. Like, the GTA guys, like, would a female character would have been great, and would it have been a great opportunity for them to make, like, a fem- like one of the three characters be a female character and could have... And I think any one of those three characters could have easily been a female character because they're all kind of like the worst people in the world. <laughs> yeah. So I would have been fine if Franklin was a girl. Or even like, like imagine a, a female like Trevor character who would have been that just would be amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I think that's you know I think that's fine. But like again, like I don't, I'm not making the game. I'm not going to dictate someone's creative vision. It's like if this is how they see something, that's fine. Whether it works or not, that's entirely a different story. But you know, it's you know we go like the, that Hideo Kojima talk like. As like stupid as that quiet character looks, like I'm not gonna sit there and be like, you oversexualized or blah blah blah, because a I haven't played the game yet, and b it's not my fucking franchise. It's not my. It's Hideo Kojima's vision. Like as as dumb as it is, I'm gonna let him do his thing, and you know we'll, we'll criticize it once it's released. And you know maybe Quiet will be like a super compelling character, but yeah, at a glance he looks super dumb, and I'm just like, all right, fine, but I'm gonna give Hideo Kojima the benefit of the doubt. Like every other creator I do is like, hey, exactly. let me play the game first. And then I'll be like, yeah, I was totally right. This was a dumb character. Or be like, oh, look at that. I was wrong. I actually enjoyed having her in the game or something like, you know. Like, but I don't know. I'm a little iffy about Quiet just because, like, it's a great character people can cosplay. I'm like, that should not be the reason why you Yeah, you her. don't want to say that. That's a, No, 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 no. Like, Sorry, you were don't dopey. Do and, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that it was just a poor translation, Hideo Kojima. I'm give you benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I, you're kind of crazy, and I like your brand of crazy. But, oh, God, just... Just tweet about food. Just do that. Like, yeah, just like, stick to food, I love, man. I love when he tweets about food. It's so adorable when he tweets about food. Somebody actually did a post on some site, like the top 10 Kojima food tweets. It was amazing. <laughs> he loves food. Like, when he comes to America, he just, like, all tweets about, like, I went to this restaurant. The food is amazing. And he picks it up. Like, I feel like every time I go on the Twitter, like, when I'm writing news or whatever, it's, like, always, there's always, <laughs> always. <laughs> As I'm looking, it's just, like, you know, news, 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 Kojima food tweet, news, 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 news. So... I'm like, it, it, it's it's ridiculous how skinny that man is. And how I was about to say that. Thank you. I'm like, dude, how do you eat so much and say that? I'm envious of you, man. I want that metabolism. Yeah, I, I just, I don't understand how anyone... Maybe he doesn't really eat. Maybe he just goes to places and looks at it. He just takes pictures of the food. Yeah. He's like, this is a re- I can't eat it, but this looks amazing. And just moves on. Like, Kojima eats it with his mind. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man, that's what inspires the Metal Gear franchise secretly in some weird, twisted way. You know, he Metal sees food, and he gets the, the idea for quiet. <laughs> that bowl <laughs> of noodles looks amazing. I have a character in mind. I want to talk about nuclear deterrence now. <laughs> All right. <sighs> yes. Uh, I'll talk about Peace Walker at the end of the show, because 
I have to do that. Anyway, let's move on to some news. But yeah, oh, Lady the- Thor. I mean, it's it's just Thor. So it's yeah, not Thor, Lady yeah. Thor. It's not Thorita. That's all the best tweakles. It's not Thorina or Thorita. It's fucking Thor. Like she. Yeah. And 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 people don't be like, ooh, but the legend of Thor. I'm like, first of all, uh, North mythology is public domain, so people can do whatever the fuck they want with it. <laughs> yeah. So and it's second, and also and also it's not real. Well, also it's not real. It's these are fable. Who came, who gives a shit if, if Thor's a girl? It's it's a uh, person who flies Jorge, around with a massive hammer and throws lightning at people. That's not a real Jorge's, person. Jorge's getting a uh, bloody Molnir delivered to his doorstep. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, oh, we don't. We're not gonna get too much in. With a, yeah. with a death note and a stack of burned. <laughs> oh no. Like, <laughs> we're not gonna get too much because we're not. A, you know, we're not here about comics. But I will say this: people complaining. I guarantee you, by the time Age of Ultron comes out. The normal Thor will be back. I guarantee that. And Girl Thor is going to have her own comic book. Well, that's we have no Thor idea what's happening happen. to. We don't. We have no idea what's happening to regular Thor. Like that arc's not even done yet because we they have to. We have to sit through unworthy yeah. Thor. We have to sit through unworthy Thor as to why the hammer says, "Nah, son, you can't be Thor." And then nah, goes, "Not you. I don't. Want, no, yeah. don't pick me up no more, man. I don't want you." To exactly. Move. So there's a whole there's a whole arc. People need to stop like just knee jerk reaction. But I guess that's that's just the nature of the internet. I'm like, relax. Just because your favorite character is now a girl doesn't make you a girl. Like, just chill out. Yeah, guys. exactly. But I still say, don't worry, because his comic book status quo will always come back, no matter what. Your favorite character that died will come back. Nothing yeah, but, ever stays. Yeah, but don't go, yeah. but don't go quoting Norse mythology as like, no, no, it can't be a girl because Thor's men. And I'm like, fuck you. This was written on a wall. Slap you. Cares? Stop like, that. <laughs> Stop that. You know. All right, news time. This I found interesting. So Evo happened over the weekend, and the winner, uh, his name was Luffy. He won with a PlayStation 1 controller. And I need to say this. The PlayStation 1 controller, my opinion, was one of the worst controllers to play a fighting game on. Like, the D-pad was crap. It the DualShock controller is not a good game for fighting the, games. The, it's not. Even the current one is not good for fighting games at all. The D-pad's so, like, great, but that controller is flimsy. Dude, so he... My mind can't understand. It's like, he won Evo with this shitty controller. How amazing is this guy? It's like, wow. You know, I have to admit, though, I saw his fight, that was kind of boring. It's like, all you guys are just doing is just throwing fucking fireballs at each other. It's like, this what is game what... Were they, what, what game I, were they playing? Because there was they were a bunch of Super, They were playing Ultra Street Fighter 4, mm. um, and he, he was Rose, and he was playing against uh, some dude who's um, playing as Sagat. And I swear, half the time, it was just, Tiger, Tiger! You know, reflect, reflect, reflect. I'm like, guys, do something. It's like, this is high-level tournament play right here. I know hey, whatever, Ryan, Ryan and I were talking works. about this before. Yeah, whatever like, works. Ryan and I were talking about this. Like, dude, this isn't fun, man. I'm sorry. You know? But I give the dude respect. I'm like, damn, that that's an achievement with that crazy controller, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you just like, I guess you know, cause, uh, if you just get used to a controller enough, like it just you know it works. Like I used to, um, like on on uh, Wii when I would play uh, Smash Brothers Brawl with my friends, like I just I, I didn't have a um, I didn't have a GameCube controller anymore, so I had to play with the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, and I just got used to it. And like eventually, I started, you know, all my friends were like, oh, I can only play with the GameCube controller, but you know, I started kicking all their asses when they. <laughs> when, they had to use just the, when they had to use just the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck, so... That's hilarious. I remember when I played Smash Brothers at Manny's house, he was like, you want to play with, with the controller or the Nunchuck? So I'm like, why are you even asking me? Like, give me the controller, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty amazing that you're actually able to whip all their asses with the Nunchuck. Yeah, no, I just got used to it, and it was fine. I mean, I still prefer the GameCube controller a little more, but like, I'm, I'm okay with the, the Wii Remote, so... <laughs> pretty cool. And then other Evo news, so they officially announced Tekken 7... Oh, which is cool. This is going to be running on Unreal Engine 4, one of the first games that's going to be running on it. And right. they, More tech. Yeah, 
the more, yeah. more fucking dark. Uh, they, um, they also announced uh, Raiden in uh, Mortal Kombat 10. Uh, Mortal Raiden, Kombat. my friend. Raiden. 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 Sorry, <laughs> Raiden. sorry, sorry. I got the wrong. I got the wrong. Sorry. Got the wrong wrong franchise. Yeah. No, I would like to see Raiden in, uh, in Mortal Kombat. Cool, that would be kind of neat. Yeah, Raiden, Raiden. Raiden is in Raiden is in uh, Mortal Kombat X. They announced that at Evo as well. <laughs> Which is oh, cool. they, um, they they also announced that um, fight stick for Xbox One at Evo. Um, there's they like always announce uh, fight stick. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, that's yeah. what they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are any Tekken fans here? Nope. Nope. Um, no, yeah, I'm one of those guys. I'm my, back I'm in the day when Tekken Tekken's high school, like, and <laughs> I always lost to that guy who picked Eddie Gordo with the breakdancing, and he did like a 50 hit combo. I'm like, this game's bullshit. And I just kind of threw the ball <laughs> off the TV. I remember when Tekken first came out, I'm like, this is just a, a cheap Virtua Fighter knockoff. Fuck this thing. I yeah, never even I played the it. The only one I really played was like Tekken Advance, which is probably not the best one. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, there you go. Um, this was an interesting one. Kind of sad, but I kind of like the way they did things. So, Neversoft, uh, they closed their doors. We already knew about this a couple months ago. Ryan, I know you reported on that um, back home. Yeah, they, yeah they, it was like uh, about a month or two ago, I think, that they yeah. officially. Most, but. So they had their little going away party, and to do that, they burnt an effigy of their logo, the little eyeball with the, the thing. Eyeball. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool the way it was. Did that. Yeah, it was. It was a good. Good way to go out. If they're gonna go out, they might as well burn all their shit. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they could have just made better games that weren't Tony Hawk. That could have helped too. Well. <laughs> yeah. I, Tony Hawk ride and surf was not fun. Just, I'm not saying anything. But I don't disagree with George. <laughs> rest in rest in peace, Neversoft. So. Rest in peace. All right, Ryan, I'm gonna let you go off now. Uh, Smash Brothers. There's a lot of stuff going on with this game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where do, where do you want to start? You want to start with the new characters, or you want to? Uh, yeah, we'll start with the big news. Uh, so Smash yeah. Brothers. So early this week, Nintendo on their official website. It was on Monday. Uh, on Monday morning, they revealed uh, new characters for the new upcoming Super Smash Brothers on Wii U and 3DS. Um, so the big ones. Uh, so first off, they announced uh, Captain Falcon is back. Uh, so don't worry, you will get to Falcon Punch in the new Smash Brothers. I'm sure many people were nervous that they wouldn't. Um, Thank God. So they announced uh, Captain Falcon, and then they announced uh, two other new characters. Tony, Tony, yeah. who's Captain Falcon? <laughs> I, I don't know either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to punch all of you. He's going to Falcon punch us. I'm going to Falcon punch both of you. Um, so they announced, they announced Captain Falcon, and they announced uh, two other characters. They announced uh, Lucina, and they announced Robin from uh, Fire Emblem. They're both from Awakening, right? Were they in other previous games? Or I, I don't really know Fire Emblem very well. so I don't know it either, man. I think we're, we're the most informed ger- video game journalists. Right. I just <laughs> literally named a bunch of characters from games I've never played. I'm just like, oh, great. The, the guy from F-Zero, right? Okay, awesome. Oh, <laughs> anyway, they announced, yeah, it was Tina and Robin from Fire Emblem. So that brings, so it's actually kind of surprising because now oh. that brings it up to four Fire Emblem characters, which they've never had before in Smash Brothers game. So it was pretty cool. Um, they also showed off, oh, so they actually also, in the trailer, they showed off Krom as well, who's another Fire Emblem Awakening character, uh, who is going to be part of Robin's final Smash. He's not going to be playable, but... At first, I thought he was going to be playable, but then they were kind of like, nope, he's a Final Smash person. So, um, um, we, we discussed this before the show. Tony, basically, Tony, what's up? Tony, what's a Final Smash? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave right now. I got a legit question. What do you think about the fact that um, they have so many of these Fire Emblem characters? Because, like you said, people didn't even know about Fire Emblem until Awakening came it, out. 
It's interesting. At first, I th- like at first I thought, what the fuck? They have four Fire Emblem characters. That's so crazy. Because like, because usually like, um, you know, usually when they have a lot of characters, it's from like Pokemon or Zelda. You know, they've always had kind of a lot of characters from those. But um, I guess what I said before to Tony was that it kind of speaks to I guess how well Fire Emblem Awakening did last year. Um, just in kind of bringing awareness of the franchise to. to be- a, and Fire Emblem also has a lot of characters. Even oh yeah, like yeah. Half a dozen games that have come out like newish generation of Fire Emblem. Yeah. There's just a ton of characters. And do you think maybe this hints to, like, maybe there's a new Fire Emblem coming out, or isn't there a new um, Fire Emblem I don't know. I would assume... Oh, uh, there might be the Fire Emblem Cross something. There was, like, a Fire Emblem, like, Cross... Yeah, like, Emblem. Fire Cross Persona or something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like, something I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was something like that. But um, I, I just think in terms of, like, you know, because usually the other the other Smash Brothers character... Uh, the other Smash Brothers games, they always had, like, two Fire Emblem characters. It was, like, always Marth and then one other one. Um, you know, so this time, now they're having four, so it's it's kind of... It's kind of cool. Even though, like, Lucina from the video looks a lot like a, a Marth clone, because the way her moves are all pretty much almost identical to Marth. Um, you know, but Robin looks really interesting. He's, like, kind of a... He's kind of a... He has a sword, but he also has a bunch of spells that he uses, too. So he has, like, a book that he holds, and then he does all these cool spells and stuff, um, which looks really looks really different from the other Fire Emblem characters. Um, but, um, yeah, and then they also said... Um, there's also an announcement that the full Smash Brothers roster will be revealed on August 12th on Monthly Koro Koro. Um, so next month we'll know the whole roster, which is kind of, which is exciting and sad at the same time because I always want more characters. So yeah, kind of makes me <laughs> wonder, like, where are they gonna? Are they gonna top out at forty? What is it, twenty-four, forty? Like, I would yeah, say, fucking, I, I would right do now, sixty, just right, everyone, just right, throw them in right there. now. Right now it's at about thirty-five or thirty-six, I believe, is the mm. total roster, which puts it at about brawl. So I would guess my max would probably be forty-five, but I don't think it's gonna be that that many. Um, I think probably 40, maybe a little bit more, 42 or so. Um, it, it's because they also they have a lot of characters they haven't announced that have been in the, all the previous games. Like Ness um, hasn't been announced, and they don't have any Earthbound characters in the game at all yet. Um, so I'm sure we'll probably get at least one character from each of those franchises. But it seems like they're they're trying to lean more towards getting new uh, new characters in, which is which is cool. I'd rather have that. Yeah, I mean, how long did you want them to just trick a lot new characters though? Um, I was hoping, I mean, because the, the 3DS version comes out in October, so, you know, realistically it would have been nice if they had, like, just a couple characters they saved for, like, you know, toward the end. Because, um, you know, when, when they release, when they reveal the roster next month, that's still going to leave over, you know, over a month, you know, until the, the game comes out, so. Yeah, but, that's going to yeah, be a whole month without announcing I, I think that's the best part yeah. when a fighting game gets announced, like a Mortal Kombat uh, or, you know, like a Street Fighter or even like a Smash Brothers. Half the fun is like, who's going to be in it? And then every right. week just kind of like, it's just the, <clears throat> the tease of it and then just... yeah. The, there's the excitement, and then there's like the massive disappointment that they didn't put like in. Evil like, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Even like with, with like Mortal Kombat, for example, because they they also um, this week they announced that um, they're probably going to have a guest character in Mortal Kombat X uh, because of you know they had guest characters in the previous one. Um, you know, so now all of a sudden I saw all these things on the internet saying like, oh, who's going to be the guest character in you know, Mortal Kombat X? Yeah. <laughs> or like the, you know, the Predator is going to be in it or something like that. So you know. Lobo. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just checking out all the other Smash Brothers news. Um, oh, yeah, oh. San Diego Comic Con, they're gonna have a tournament, which I think is fun. I remember, I joked to you about this. I'm like, Ryan, you gotta fly out there and beat the shit out of all these guys, and you're like, yeah, those are tournament guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really played in like an official official tournament, so I don't know how well I do. I probably imagine I probably get my ass kicked like in oh, the we'll first, <laughs> second round or whatever. But you know, we'll put you in a nice Thunderbolt jacket, and you'll feel. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. I was just thinking about um, E3. You were beating the developers. I'm like, maybe you could beat the other players. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Smash Nut, so I'm very excited for the game. Uh, Smash oh, Nut! 
one other, <laughs> one other, uh, one other quick Smash Brothers news item was they revealed a um, Rayman trophy for Super Smash Brothers, which I remember I saw the article and I thought, oh, is Rayman gonna be in the game? But then I thought, no, he's just a trophy for now, unless they surprise oh, reveal him. But put him in, that'd be awesome. It yeah, would, be yeah I was gonna say Rayman would be a great character, because especially of of um, like Origins and Legends, like he plays pretty much like a Smash Brothers character, so it would be awesome. Yeah, but, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, All right that's so, it. I'm done. I'm done with Smash Brothers. So. Yes. <laughs> All right, and the last bit of news, uh, Ryan. I guess you'll take this one too. Uh, the Last of Us sales surpassed seven million new DLC in the works. Pretty cool. Um, game deserves it, obviously. It's fucking great. Yep. And uh, we'll see it again on PS4. So Dude, you know. More Last of Us, great. Yeah. Uh, people, by the way, multiplayer DLC, not single player. We're not getting left behind too. You know. So, I wish, though. I wish. It would be awesome. I like the multiplayer. I like that it was integrated to your Facebook, so you got to like keep your camp alive. So it's like, Tony Polanco died of malaria. I'm like, that sucks for Tony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, damn, man, what is this, the Oregon Trail shit? Like, Tony <laughs> died in a bandit raid because you didn't win that last match. I was like, oh. Yeah, but um, the multiplayer DLC, they said, will be coming out later this year, and it'll be cross-buy. Um, so if you, get, if you get Last of Us uh, remastered, then you'll be able to get it there as well. Cool. I wonder if it's going to be like the latest Killzone DLC where you could fart on people's faces to execute them. You guys read about that? It's like, what? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I, thought I posted on the site. I'm like, really, guys? That's what no. we're doing now. Maybe Killzone should focus on being good before there's some yeah. jokey DLC in there. So just guys really just happy. Like, oh my god, more DLC, more reasons for me to play. They actually That's not a reason to play. <laughs> <laughs> But, Sorry, Tony, you missed it. I have the most so. interesting bit of news available out there. What oh, man. And hold on, let me uh, show you how it is. Batman! So. <laughs> Adam West joins the cast of Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham as himself. That's amazing. Not as Batman, as himself. As Adam West. So That's I don't know great. if he's just going to be mayor of Gotham City, Adam West, but he will be in the game. <laughs> he's going to be at uh, San Diego Comic-Con next week, and he's going to be part of the panel... And he's going to be part of the huge, already kind of like mega cast that uh, Lego Batman's going to have. So, like, Troy Baker's going to be in it, Travis Willingham, Laura Bailey, D. Bailey, D. Bradley, Josh Keaton, and Scott Porter from Heart of, Dis- of Dixie, that great CW Ooh. show. <laughs> but most importantly, Troy Baker's going to be in it. And I think yeah, I was going to ask, what game isn't Troy Baker in nowadays? Hey, he's hot right now, man. He's, he's the Nolan North. I bet Nolan North is he fucking is. pissed right now. Yeah, right. Like, hey, what about me, people? <laughs> One thing is they, they both have two different kinds of voices, which I always appreciate. But I feel like uh, Troy Baker has a little bit more range because he's characters. He's been characters in games we didn't know was him. Like he was Two Face in all of the Batman games. Yeah, you, yeah. and yeah, you didn't know that, you know. Uh, yeah. with, with Nolan North, it's like Nolan North. There he is. Like there he is. He's right there. I mean, he was Penguin, which was great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But most of the time, you you know it's him. They want that specific Nolan North voice. Once, yeah. once we get Saints Row, Nolan North. Once, <laughs> once, we to, once we get to Troy Baker playing Nolan North in games, then then the the fight's gonna go down. So yes, he's yeah. Troy Baker's the new Nathan Drake. <laughs> it's oh. gonna go down. All right. Um, the last bit of news here is what? Yeah, it's gonna be the big one, people. Destiny Beta. It starts. Today, actually, when you're hearing the show, it's already started. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of coverage as much as we can. I don't want to say everything we're doing, but we're, it's going to be a lot of really cool stuff. And it smells like video. It smells like video, exactly. And um, I think it's probably the biggest game of the year, right? I mean, um, you know, I, I'd say so. I mean, it's, yeah, at least it's one not, of the top three, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's the Activision game, and like I said, all the you know, there's nothing really major coming out until next year. So yeah, this is the this is the AAA title everyone's looking forward to. 
Yeah, I mean, we have the usual Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed, but I think people are looking forward to this because it's yeah. brand new. Yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's a new IP. It's from the Halo, you know, the original Halo guys, and they've been working on this game since God knows when. And, I, you know, everyone's kind of curious if this game's going to be a fucking mess or not. Yeah, well, we're going to see a little bit of it ourselves. I mean, it's a beta. You can't really judge the final product by it, but we're going to get just really crazy with it. We're going to bring you as much stuff as possible. And hopefully, you, I mean, we have a post up there now. You guys should sign in and get our PSNs, our Xbox Live. Yeah, we're going to be playing. We're, we're, we're going to be going hard on Destiny on both. Uh, uh, it's going to come out first on PS4, and then the following it comes out on Xbox One. So if you didn't have yeah. it, do the uh, old Amazon trick where you pre-order it and then just immediately cancel it, and you still get your codes emailed to you. And I believe they're giving people, like, three codes so you can give it to a friend, and you can do your own fire team, and you can make your own custom. I just, I just want to keep talking so that way Batman shows up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, well, keep an eye out. We're gonna have, we're gonna have, we're gonna have a ton of great Destiny just content going up. So keep an eye on that. And uh, on our Twitch stream, we're gonna be streaming a lot of cool stuff there on our little Dual Shockers TV Twitch channel. It's on the main page, so look at it, absorb it, chat with us. All that nonsense. Yeah, all that stuff. I, I love that little widget there. It's like, yeah, it's right there. Just click on it. It's pretty cool. All right, so that's pretty much the show. So let's wrap it up with what we've been playing. Uh, Thomas, what have you been playing lately? Really, really cool. Uh, wait, wait, what happened? So you oh, going, right? Sorry, now I was to say too. The uh, we have uh, a certain website is turning five years old this year. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about that now, or we want to talk about when we're closer to the date? Um, uh, we could, I'd mention it really quick now. Yeah, well, there's yeah, a post up for it. Uh, we're we're five years old, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> clearly, I mean, mental maturity. We're a five years old, clearly. <laughs> but uh, yes, the your your favorite website on the internet, Dual Shockers, is turning five years old, and we are celebrating by throwing a sick ass party at a retro at a ret- two bits retros arcade. I I, I go there all the time. I don't know the name of the place. Two bit retro arcade. Yeah, two bits retro arcade. It's kind of like barcade, but the games are cooler, and you know Ooh. they're nicer. Yeah, I'm just they got Street oh. Fighter. They don't got they don't got Street Fighter of arcade. All right, that's that's it. So yeah, we're turning five, and so yeah, if you live in New York, um, go into the post, sign up for, in Eventbrite, and come get drunk with us. It's gonna be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, if you sign up, it's free. You know, it's free to go in, but you'll get you know, if you go through the Eventbrite, you'll get like a wristband that gives you like a, I don't know happy hour prices on booze or like twenty percent off booze or some nonsense like that. But yeah, we'll be there. There'll be us, a lot of uh, gaming industry people who just happen to like us will show up. Uh, but yeah, you meet all your favorite writers from Dual Soccer's. Especially George. <laughs> oh, I man. would not be dressed up like Batman, and I yeah, I'm I'm there to just argue and fight about video games. So bring it. We got to make sure a hip hop gamer shows up, man. He's good. I, I like my places. If you want to hear two people fight about Killzone, watch me and Hip Hop Gamer go at it. <laughs> fight about the, the most ridiculous nonsense, man. It's just so epic. Especially if you're drunk, it's even better. So, yeah, come party with us if you live in New York. Or if you live even in New Jersey or Connecticut. Yeah, Tri-State area. I'm in Jersey. I'm going in. We know, you know, Tri-State area would be well worth. It's a Friday night. You're not doing anything, so come out. Exactly. And we'll be talking about it closer to the date. It's going to be the first week in August, so... uh, Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it again. You know, I think the slots would have been filled up, but maybe you can show up and maybe we'll let you in. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, you can show up. And even if you don't get the Eventbrite... Pass. It's still a bar you can walk into. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> exactly. Or if you're on the other side of the world, you can fly in with Thomas when he comes in, obviously. You know, so. Walk. Walk. Yeah, he's walking. It's Canoe maybe across the ocean. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I'm going to get there, but canoeing's up there as mode of transport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Better than walking on the ocean, man. 
All right, so... Um, <laughs> Those Australians are in good shape, man. I'm just, like, canoeing. He said canoeing, I nearly almost vomited. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I thought of, like, the physical strain of canoeing. And I almost, oh. like, I literally almost died inside. <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh, Thomas, what have you been playing this week? Uh, not too much. I just got back from, like, a camping thing. So, yeah, just kind of a bit of Dota 2, but not much else. All right, Ryan, what about you? Wrapped into Dota? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not much on my end other than playing The Wolf Among Us. Uh, I think I might try and jump into some of the games I bought from the Steam sale, like uh, Amnesia I've wanted to get into because I bought those. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I'm ready to poop my pants this week. Um, Yeah, that's about it. George? Uh, Final Fantasy III I've been playing a lot of because I'm going to review it, and yeah, it's Final Fantasy III. It's nice. And uh, what else am I playing? Oh, I'm going to probably play Wolf Among Us because I finally got the season pass for it, and now that yeah. it's over. How, so did you like, both, how did you play the episodes without a season pass? Or... I, just, I, would got, I, I just got them as they came out, and then uh, I stopped at episode two, and then they finished the season. <laughs> like, so, so, yeah, so during the Steam sales, like, hey, half price off the whole season, so 12 uh, bucks for all of them, so I did that, and I also right. got Walking Dead season two, so I might, I might start on those because, you know, why the hell yeah. not? Still can't play episode three. It bums me out, but... Womp womp. So yeah. what did you do? Did you have to watch, like, a video of someone playing it in order to... No, I, just, I haven't played it yet, so I have to wait until it works, so... <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah, I gotta play through the first couple... Because I played it on Xbox, yeah. so I gotta go back on... B, I gotta start over again on PC. Same thing with The Walking Dead. So I gotta do season one, so I can carry all my nonsense over the season two, because I did it all yeah, on Xbox. Yeah, that's, that's what I did, because I originally... Walking Dead, I originally played season one on Xbox, but then when season two came out, I wanted to play it on PC, so I replayed season one before season two. So. Oh, you know what else I'm playing? Uh, Divinity, Original Sin. Oh, that is that's a, an older game, isn't it? No, that was that Kickstarter game that came out. That is an, oh, okay. RP, that, that is an RPG-ass RPG, man. That is, <laughs> that's a capital RPG. It is so much like... Uh, it's, it's, it's like Boulder's Gate like on crack. It is... If, if you were just like old-school RPG, meaning like computer game RPG, meaning you love walking to a town and literally like, I can take anything I want, or I have all these stat points I can play with, and if you want to go like, just balls deep in just customizing nonsense and just do your own thing, it's like, this is, this is, this is for you. And this game does not hold your hand, it just kind of like, there's no like, quest markers or anything, you have a journal that says, oh, you should probably go solve this murder. Okay, and then that's it. You just wow. figure it out, and it, it's it's really cool. There's ability you you can get that makes you talk to animals. That's always handy, like that to do a little. Yeah, maybe it's like oh, I can help you out on this case, or I saw this weird thing, like thank you horse, and then you just move on from there. But it, it, it's it's really cool. It's super weird, but it, it to me it already seems like a time sink. I did like uh, two hours of it, and I was just like, I don't think I'm gonna have time to play you anymore. But, uh, but yeah, really, really cool game. I think if, if you're looking for just a hardcore RPG-ass RPG, yeah, Divinity Original Sin is really good. I don't know what it's like in relation to the other Divinity games, because I thought they were like dumb dragon games, I guess, but I don't know if they just share the same name or even take place in the same universe. And you know what? Nah, I don't really care. But uh, yeah, it's a really good game, so you guys should check it out. I think Alyssa's reviewing it, and I'm not surprised it's not up, because that game is like forever long. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be playing it for a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm glad I'm not reviewing that game because the, the way you describe it, I'm like, nah, I don't need Yeah, it. really good quest, and it's also turn-based combat, which is really neat. So like, oh, that's it looks, cool. So it looks like a Diablo, but then it also, but then it just kind of plays like, you know, like you know, like a tactics game. You're just taking turns, and you do moves, and you can blow up stuff and do area effects, and there's like friendly fire, and like, yeah, it's it's neat. 
That's cool. Yeah, because the whole, like, the fact that it doesn't let you know where to go, that kind of annoys me, but I do like the turn-based stuff. That sounds yeah, cool. I mean, the thing is, there's, there's a lot of freedom to do whatever you want, which is kind of like, you know, which is the trend in, like, a Western RPG. Like, that's, it's like, okay, we got this big, massive world figured out, do whatever you want. There's a main story in there, good job on that, but if you just want to kind of, like, bullshit and role-play any kind of way you want, you, you can do that, too, which is really cool. And, like, you don't see you don't see much of that anymore unless you're playing, like, a Skyrim or something, but we have to wait for those games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally worth it. All right, um, as for myself, I've been playing Peace Walker because uh, after playing <laughs> Ground Zeroes, I'm like, I want to go back now. And it actually got me a little, like, more obsessed with the Cold War again. I'm like, I, I downloaded, like, a documentary, so I've been watching that whenever I can. You Cold know? War just mutually assured destruction. Just <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at the symbol for Peace Walker, because, you know, it's the peace symbol, but it looks like it's actually a nuclear missile. I'm like, hmm. I think I want to get that tattooed somewhere. That's pretty damn cool, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. Know, well, Tony's just researching for his Phantom Pain theories, just going through and, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's part of the other thing, because we're going to be doing that. And, like, let me go back to this game. The game is a hell of a lot of fun. I should mention this. I didn't realize how much easy the game would be with a normal controller because on the PSP it was terrible. You had one joystick, that's why. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I remember <laughs> the game that with game. two joysticks is just like it, it's it's it, it blows your mind. <laughs> it took me maybe two months to finally beat that game with help, mind you, with help from other people. I beat Peace Walker on the PSP by myself in five days. Like just playing like maybe three hours a night, just beat the whole thing. I'm like, why is this? This game was not this easy before, but it's like I could actually get headshots every single time now. I didn't have to fight the controls anymore. I mean, there was still some weirdness with the controls here and there, but not as much as when you're using the face buttons to aim. That's not fun, <laughs> you know. So I, I don't know how. Yeah, uh, but it's cool. I, I I absolutely love it. I'm still now. I'm just playing it just to get better soldiers in Mother Base. The Mother Base stuff is so much fun, man. And you know what's really fun about Mother Base? The part where you like get a bunch of guys that are useless. And you're like, you're fired. Dang. Get out of here. <laughs> We're on an island, so you better find your way home, bitch. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you guys are just extra Swim. mouths to feed. Yeah, because you know how like you have an index for food, right? It's like, it'll be at 180%. You kick up 20 guys out, then it goes up to 200%. It's like, there we go. That's what I want. And I finally built a piece of um, Zeke, so I'm sending him out on missions and stuff. It, it's a lot of fun, man. I, and I'm hoping Phantom Pain is like that, where it's like episodic missions. We could just build up Mother Base. You could just spend the entire time on Mother Base if you want. Yeah, I mean, That's we saw the video and then in, in the demo you saw also at E3. Yeah. Your base was like you're you you were gonna be under attack, so people were setting. You saw soldiers running around and defenses being like, yeah, built up. up. So and then and then you leave. I'm like, wait, Snake, what would you leave if your base is under attack? Why would you just yeah. jump the You're the yeah. worst. That's gonna add a whole other dimension to that because Mother Base could not be attacked in the PSP version, so it's gonna be interesting. That imagine if you come back to your base, your base is gone. It's like, oh, yeah. fuck. He's gonna listen. Like, hey, we 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 felt we fend them off, but oh, by the way, all these people are dead. So you might want to recruit a bunch of guys next time you go out to Afghanistan. Yeah, it's like, oh, full to recovery, so let's like, go. Son of a bitch, Kaz. Left you in charge. Everyone's dead. Exactly. And then um, I did sneak in a little bit of Ground Zeroes just for the um, Twitch thing, which is a lot of fun. Kind of interesting going from Peace Walker to Ground Zeroes, because Ground Zeroes is really just an, evol you know, like an evolution of Peace Walker. It really, really is in so many ways. You know, And no problem with that. Uh, I love Peace Walker. Um, and that's pretty much everything um, I've been playing, and that's pretty much the show. So make sure to follow us. We got a lot of shit for you to follow us on. Uh, follow us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes under Dual Shockers. Make sure to go to Twitch TV where Dual Shockers live. And that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening to us this week. I was joined by Thomas Luke. I'm off to buy a <laughs> Ryan Meisler. 
Tony, I falcon punch you. Jorge, I falcon punch you. Thomas, you're cool, so you won't get falcon punched. You're fine. So. <laughs> and George Jimenez. You're not falcon punching anyone. Why? Because I'm the goddamn Batman. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. And of course, I was Tony Polanco. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Play Destiny with us. Peace.